opinions, and attitudes. Attitudes. There's actually uh, intriguing talk. You know, they talk about the news. And you have to respect them for that. You're listening to Right On Radio. That's right. News, views, opinions, and attitudes. You are going to get every one of those today. Welcome to the show. My name is Jeff. I'm the host of Right On Radio. The tagline of the show is live right in the real world, where we show you the real world, both both visible and invisible. And then you decide how to live in it. Uh, I've got an interesting show for you today, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Thank you for tuning in. And uh, I always forget at the end, but please hit the thumbs up if you haven't. It makes a difference. But what's going to be interesting about this show is you're going to get not only a rock and roll expose, but you're going to get some intel that I believe is kind of hot off the presses here. Uh, I got to tell you the story of how this show came about. Um, It's often very interesting how these shows are put up for me and, and how the information kind of comes in. But on Sunday, right after doing the, uh, the second show on Jude, obviously we're studying apostasy uh, in our Bible study. And so it was fresh in my mind. I had some errands to go run, some people to go see, and it was kind of a nice fall day. And I decided to hop on my motorcycle. And uh, first song that really comes on is one of the songs we're going to be doing today. And it's one you're very familiar with. Um, <laughs> and I'm listening to it, and yeah, there's some kind of weird stuff in the lyrics. But I'm like, there's just not enough in for, like, there's not enough, there's no show in this, you know? Um, And, but what was in my mind is that this is uh, the two, we're going to cover two songs today. And these are two songs that trump plays at the end of his rallies and quite honestly I'm putting together the show you're going to see I've put together some slides I've got some word to put in Uh, I've got a whole bunch of thoughts on different elements on the rock and roll side but I'm like I'm praying, Lord, I don't understand what, what is it I'm supposed to see here? There's just not enough, like to make it an Intel. I could just do rock and roll. That's easy. And right before hitting the record button, it's like a light bulb went off in my head and listen, it's, I can't prove it, but I think it's going to make a lot of sense to you. You see, DJT has always spoken in some code. And so the very last songs of his rallies is kind of the last message he wants to put in your head before you go home or tune off the feed. Think about it even in a concert setting. 
you know, bands will make sure they play either, you know, their best, most popular song or something, but they want that song to be the, the last thing in to a person as they leave the venue. And this man is way too intelligent to not have put thought into these songs. So the question is, what is he trying to say to you? And I'm going to ask for your opinions. It might be different than mine. You might think, Jeff, you're way out there. I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> this is going to be good, folks. So um, let me just pull up a, a couple slides here. So rally songs trumps final message is what I've entitled this slideshow. And uh, I'm just going to go through a, a couple things here. First of all, oh, I want to read this. And, and this is laying a foundation. Even if you've just tuned, uh, tuned in for the rock and roll part, you don't care about the intel or anything like that, this will lay a foundation for you. Okay, it's really important. So I'm just going to read a brief uh, scripture from Matthew 12, uh, starting in verse 33. Either assume the tree to be good as well as its fruits, or assume the tree to be bad as its fruit bad. For the tree is known by its fruit. You offspring vipers, how can you, being evil, express any good things? For the mouth speaks that which fills the heart. The good person brings out good treasure and good things. And the evil person brings out evil treasure, evil things. But I tell you that for every careless word that people speak, they will give an account of it on the day of judgment. For by your words, you will be justified. And by your words, you will be condemned. So there's a lot of power in words. And whether you believe scripture or not, I can tell you, that if someone has said something to you and they really hit something, like they, they hit something, and it will cut you and it will hold you a prisoner of those words for years and years and years. Ladies and gentlemen, the word is like a two-edged sword. And in fact, it, listen, the word created all the universe. So there's power in words. So if you're going to play a couple songs at your rallies and they're going to be the last words that people hear, there must be something there. So let's go back to the, uh, to the slideshow, shall we? The first song comes from the Rolling Stones, and we covered them on the last Rock and Roll Expose, but man, this is such a 
treasure trove of intel. Uh, there's so much to these guys. Obviously, they've been around, you know, for a long, long year, as quoted from the last time we did a show on them. And if you didn't see that show, please go back and watch it uh, with back the backstage lambs and kinds of craziness that was going on there. But the Rolling Stones, I really think just the name itself is a mockery. Now, they are known to be, and they even advertise themselves as the greatest rock and roll band in the world. And you know what? I, I think statistically there's some measures to prove that they are the greatest rock and roll band in the world. Certainly. Uh, by the way, what's another name for that? Is it the greatest of all time? Oh, yeah. The GOAT. <laughs> Remember that. So they are the GOAT. But what is rock and roll? And what is the Rolling Stones? Well, let me just read one more quick verse. Therefore, this is from Matthew 7. Um, Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and acts on them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. Now, we know this to be uh, obviously true, and it goes on, you know, you'd rather build your house on rock than on sand, because, you know, it'll go away when the big bad wolf comes. But also, we know that Jesus is the rock. So, and we want to build our lives upon the rock. Uh, is the instruction from the Bible. So what are rolling stones and rock and roll? Well, rolling stones and rock and roll are kind of synonymous, right? Roll, rolling, stones, rock, kind of synonymous, clever name. But a stone that is rolling is that a foundation in which you could build your house upon, your life upon? No. It's just going to bring destruction. You know, anything a, a big rolling boulder or stones rolling down a hill is going to hit. It's not going to do it good, whatever it hits. So it's, and there's so much more. I get into the Delta Blues and all kinds of stuff like that. And believe me, we will. I'm, I'm having fun doing these kind of rock and roll shows. And this one in particular, because there's some intel. And by the way, as, as I go through these slides, obviously I'm doing a bit of a rock and roll expose. But also remember that Trump plays these songs at the end of his rally. And I want you to start formulating your opinion of why he puts these songs in. It's going to be really interesting and you're going to love to see other people's answers too. And they want to see your answer. So even as we're going through the show, there's no right or wrong answer, but put in your comment and let me know why you think he used these particular songs. Oh, here's the goat again. Just a couple albums from the Rolling Stones. Last time we covered uh, the album, 
uh, Satanic Majesty's Request by the Rolling Stones. And this time I'm just featuring two photos because the first one is on the left, and I'm describing this for those of you who are uh, listening on Podbean. Of course, uh, goat's head soup. So it's kind of like the goat or a Baphomet's head inside uh, boiling red soup. Kind of looks like blood sort of thing, you know. And then uh, a more modern album, I believe it came out in the late 90s. One of their latest albums that they came out with is the one on the right. And it's called Bridges to Babylon. That's right. <laughs> Bridges from goat's head soup to bridges to Babylon. Do you think they're carrying a message? I don't know. And, and by the way, so if for those of you who have not seen it, you should Google the cover of uh, Bridges to Babylon. It's beautiful artwork. Um, but it's kind of like the lion, uh, a lion that's standing up on its two hind legs in almost a Baphomet position. And the lion has this Egyptian type of beard, Babylonian, maybe, uh, you might want to say. And, of course, it has the devil's tail on it. So, just interesting. Uh, you know, so why would he even choose? Why would DJT choose this band to be the closing song at his rallies? He did this for years. I think the answer that I've got, I think, is going to shock you. That's why I'm really curious to see what your answers are now. Start putting them in. Uh, in the chat is good, but I can't see the chat afterwards. So putting them in the comment section is really, really helpful. And that way everyone can uh, go back and see your comment and you can see theirs. It's, it'll, be, it'll be funny, I'm sure, as we go through this. Oh, just a, a couple quick facts about the Rolling Stones. Um Brian Jones, their original guitar player, who was later replaced by Ron Wood, he died in kind of a bizarre accident. And, uh, well, the Daily uh, newspaper said that he was murdered. But he's 27 years old. Now, I will do at some point in time an entire show on the 27 Club. But when you look at what happens in the 27 Club, and, you know, there's uh, Kurt Cobain, Janis Joplin, Jimi Hendrix, uh, Jim Morrison of the Doors, all these kind of great artists died at 27. And by the way, when it, when it wasn't like the main person in the band, the, uh, you know, sometimes the rest of the band did really well. Like, look at Dave Grohl, the Foo Fighters. They hit bigger things than Nirvana did. And the Rolling Stones certainly went on to do better. Actually, I'm going to zoom in on this picture just for a moment because Brian Jones is the one in the center and you can see they're all wearing costumes and, and Mick's head is cut off here. He's doing kind of an Indian thing and he's got a dagger in his mouth and Keith Richards is like, a I don't know, dressed up as some kind of sleazy pirate uh, <laughs> jet fighter guy. And you've got uh, the bass player uh, wearing this anonymous uh, mask sort of thing. And Brian Jones uh, is in the center of it, has the devil's trident in one hand and a glass of wine in the other hand. 
<clears throat> just continuing some interesting stuff about the members. Um, so Mick Jagger owns his own island. You know, he's done really well. He's been smart about his money. Uh, I think they've all done well, obviously. Uh, Keith Richards, the rumor is that he would get his blood transfused every six months because he was such a drug addict. It's the only way he stayed alive. And, uh, oh, I actually, I just, I just saw a meme not too long ago with Keith Richards and his two daughters who are beautiful, by the way. And, uh, he's posing and he's got two beautiful daughters beside him and the caption on the meme says one day they'll be gone and he'll inherit everything. <laughs> so the implication is obviously he's going to outlive, uh, this girl's ooh, that's kind of creepy. I hope not. Uh, anyways, and uh, and Bill Wyman, uh, the bass player, he had a thing for young girls. Um, he married, you know, in his 60s, he married an 18-year-old, you know, probably dated her for a few years before that. Real creepy stuff. So just some uh rock and roll facts for you. Not to mention the tongue. So the tongue is an occultic symbol when people stick out their tongue. And you can do a whole show on this, on just what people do in the occult and all the celebrities and why they do this. And and one of the next bands I'm going to get to is very famous for this, probably almost as famous as the tongue you're seeing on the screen, which is the Rolling Stones lip and tongue. Um. It really, uh, it signifies a whole bunch of stuff. It's a mockery, obviously, but it's, uh, also signifies in deep occult language. It's, uh, the symbolism is the thirst for blood sacrifice that the demons require because these people all want to be attached to a demon. That's, that's how they do their magic. That's how this stuff works. So it's the thirst for blood to feed the demons. Let me just make this screen bigger so I can read it. Um, but no human being can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil full of deadly poison. That's James 3 verse 8. And whom are you mocking? Against whom do you open your mouth wide and stick out your tongue? Are you not the children of transgression, the offspring of deceit? Isaiah 57 verse 4. Folks, I'm reading these things all because the, when I get to the lyrics themselves, which I'm going to be reading in a moment, um, it didn't seem that telling until like God just had me put this stuff in order. And, uh, and I didn't even know how the dots were going to be connected until the end of right before I went to record at the end of my preparation. So, all right. Um, let me go back here. So the song we're going to be addressing uh, comes from, the album Let It Bleed by the Rolling Stones. And, uh, you know, you 
have the title of the uh, the song written and it's a kind of a, a on the lips and tongue and it's a, you cannot always get what you want you've heard this at the trump rallies he played it for years and then he changed it oh that's very interesting folks again tell me why why did he play you can't always get what you want but sometimes you get what you need uh, just before I move on, uh, if you look up, and for those of you listening on Podbean, uh, just Google uh, Rolling Stones' Let It Bleed, and you're going to see a very interesting album cover. Now, those of you who are old enough to remember albums, and that at one point in time, so you'd put an album on one at a time, but then album uh, record players got sophisticated, and you can stack like five or six albums up and after one album was done playing the next album we would drop one album down on top of it and the needle would go on it was an automatic record player uh kind of sophisticated i actually had one at three years old at three years old i had the best hi-fi so no no five years old at five years old i had the best hi-fi uh system in my house because my very wealthy grandparents gave it to me they saw how i loved music and uh, I might have even had the best stereo in the neighborhood, to be honest, at five years old. Uh, but what's interesting about this uh, this particular thing, so it's kind of like a cake on top. And uh, by the way, if you know the, uh, the meaning of let them eat cake, uh, think of the Hunger Games, think of hunting. Uh, they sent out their prey, let them eat cake. Very famous. Uh, and the band is kind of playing on a, on that. And then underneath the cake is a tire. And then underneath the tire is like liquid gold. And underneath the liquid gold is a sundial. And then underneath the sundial, let me just pull this up a little bit closer, is a bracelet uh, sort of thing um, on a silver platter. But the bracelet has in red, let it bleed. Now, the most interesting thing about this cover is the uh, the thing that looks like the needle that goes over the record to play it, you know, the, the arm that holds the needle. Well, that's not a needle and an arm. In fact, it's like a gold, um, almost like a measuring cup or something. And it's blood-filled. So what is their message here? Again, we're going to be doing the song, You Cannot Always Get What You Want by the Rolling Stones from the Let It Bleed album. So I the, the chorus repeats itself many many times just has some little nuances to it when it uh, repeats probably stylistic so but i'm just going to read the verses to you and we're going to break down this but always keep in mind why did trump play this song at the end of his rally and put it in the comments. I can't believe no one else has covered this. I haven't seen it. Honestly, if someone has, I'm curious to see what they say. First words. I saw her today at the reception. A glass of wine 
in her hand. I thought she would meet her connection. At her feet was her footloose man. Just hold on to that. At her feet was her footloose man. Um, let's define let's define footloose. Uh, getting away from the lyrics for a second. Footloose, well, you know, the movie and stuff like that. Really, what the meaning of footloose is, is unrestrained. Unrestrained. And then the chorus goes, you can't always get what you want. You can't always get what you want. You can't always get what you want. But if you try sometime, you'll find you get what you need. Why did Trump play this song? Next verse. I saw her today at the reception. A glass of wine in her hand. I knew she was going to meet her connection. At her feet was her footloose man. <laughs> uh, goes into the chorus again. Next verse. And I went down to the demonstration to get my fair share of abuse. Singing, we're going to vent our frustration. If we don't, we're going to blow a 50 amp Fuse. I'm getting a picture here. I, I'm not going to spell it out. It's it's too much of a stretch, <laughs> folks. It's too much of a stretch. But just from this, I'm getting a picture. Next verse. I went down to the Chelsea drugstore to get your prescription filled. I was standing in line with Mr. Jimmy and man, did he look pretty ill. We decided we would have a soda. My favorite flavor, cherry red. I sung my song to Mr. Jimmy. Yeah. And he said one word to me. And that was dead. And I said to him, you can't always get what you want. You can't always get what you want. I tell you, baby, you can't always get what you want. No, but if you try sometimes, you just might find, oh, mm, you get what you need. Oh, yes. Whoa. Uh, whoa. <laughs> you get what you need. Yeah. Oh, baby. All right, yeah. Next verse. I saw her today at the reception. In her glass was a bleeding man. She was practiced at the art of deception. Well, I could tell by her blood 
stained hands. Folks, this verse right here, I think, is the one that tells you the story. Well, each one of them obviously has something to offer. His last word was dead. I saw her today at the reception. In her glass was a bleeding man. What? Remember the album cover? It wasn't the needle. It wasn't an arm. She was practiced at the art of deception. What is the art of deception? It's magic, folks. It's magic. Well, I could tell by her blood-stained hands. You can't always get you what you want, but if you try sometimes, you just might find you get what you need. Why would Trump play this as the last song, the song he wants you to remember before you go home or turn off the live feed. Next song comes courtesy of the village people because now this is what he is playing at the end of his rallies. But just for a moment, let's just talk about the song. Forget about the rally for a moment. Um, you look at the album cover, and it's the village people, uh, obviously. The song is YMCA, and the village people, you know, you got an Indian, and he's got his, uh, on the album cover, it's got his Indian headdress, and then you got the uh, the gay biker, and you got the uh, singer, I think he was normally a policeman, uh, in his underwear on the cover, but normally I think he's the policeman in the band. Then you got the cowboy, you have a construction worker, and then you have a military man. So they're all walks of life is what they're saying to you. They're the people of the village, the village people. And their song, YMCA, again, the one that Trump uses to close his rallies with, let me tell you a couple things about the song YMCA. Uh, I remember when it came out. Yes, I'm that old. And uh, the song was a phenomenon. It still is a phenomenon. And the song is was so important because and by the way, they didn't write the song, folks. I truly believe this was Operation Mockingbird picking out the message that they wanted to because they steer the social construct by using media, by using pop stars, by using TV stars. This is how they've always manipulated. And when this song came out, it was really shocking because here's a bunch of admittedly gay men singing a really gay song and it got pushed to the top. And look, it's a catchy song. There's no doubt. The bass line, it's got a good bass line. It's got the, 
It's got a chant to it. It's got its own dance moves, which almost everybody in the world knows. You know, the YMCA thing. And when they play this at different venues, it could be, it could be at a club, it could be at a Trump rally, it could be anywhere they play this. Everybody goes and does the moves, the YMCA. It's almost like a ritual. If you sit back, if you don't participate and you're on the sidelines and you're watching everyone, it's really weird. Now, to top that, so it was very important and it broke ground and it does to this day, people participate. It's one of the great party songs. And you would think, you know, the kind of the Republican that goes to a Trump rally, most of them are probably God-fearing people. You know, so they're not into the gay lifestyle. I don't think there's a lot of uh, people promoting gay stuff at Trump rallies. There's probably not booths there, you know, uh, Trump shirts here, get your gay on here. Probably not happening, right? But yet, the song has so much power that everyone, not everyone, because I don't, I'm telling you, I don't. <laughs> I don't really dance. But everyone does this thing and celebrates this gay lifestyle song. People who are God-fearing Christians go up and do the dance and celebrate gayness, but yet they claim to be God-fearing. Ah, oh, Jeff, but it's just fun. Words are powerful. Let's listen to the words of this song. And we can do a whole thing on the YMCA. By the way, look at their logo. Upside down triangle triangle with kind of a phallus symbol as the form the Y. <laughs> Wonder what their message is. Well, it's probably the same as this. So let's read the lyrics to this. Young man, there's no need to feel down. I said... Young man, pick yourself off the ground. I said, young man, because you're new in town. There's no need to be unhappy. By the way, the word gay means happy. So there's no need to be ungay. Right? Look, their word's not mine. Young man, there's a place you can go. I said, young man. Where you're sh when you're short on the dough, you can stay there, and I'm sure you'll find many ways to have a good time. It's fun to stay at the YMCA. It's fun to stay at the YMCA. I won't keep repeating the chorus. They have everything for young men to enjoy. You can hang out with all the boys. It's fun to stay. Da, da, da. You can get yourself clean. You can have a good meal. You can do whatever you feel. Do what thou wilt. Is that another way of saying it? 
Young man, are you listening to me? I said, young man, what do you want to be? I said, young man, you can make real your dreams, but you've got to know this one thing. No man does it all by himself. I said, young man, put your pride on the shelf like for display and just go there to the YMCA. I'm sure they can help you today. It's fun to stay at the YMCA. They have everything for young men to enjoy. You can hang out with all the boys. You can get yourself clean. You can have a good meal. You can do whatever you feel. Young man, I was once in your shoes. I said, I was down and out with the blues. I felt no man cared if I were alive. I felt the whole world was so jive. That's when someone came up to me and said, young man, take a walk up the street. There's a place there called the YMCA. They can't stop you back on your way. It's fun to stay at the YMCA. <clears throat> they have everything for young men to enjoy. You can hang out with all the boys. Young man, young man, there's no need to feel down. Young man, young man, pick yourself off the ground. YMCA, it's fun to stay at the YMCA. Are you listening to me? Young man, young man, what do you want to be? YMCA, you buy in. Oh, that's interesting. You buy in at the YMCA. Young man, young man, does it all by himself. Well, that contradicts his last one. Young man, young man, put your pride on the shelf, YMCA, and just go to the YMCA. I was once in your shoes. Young man, young man, I was down with the blues. Why would Donald Trump play that song at the end of his rally? To make everyone feel good before they go home? Okay. I suggest to you he's more intelligent than that. And we know he speaks in code. We've covered this on the show before. When he's looking at the to the left at the teleprompter, he'll say this and this and this. And then he'll look to the right to the other teleprompter and he'll say this, 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 and this. That's all in his speech. But then he faces center and he'll say something like, Go to the beach, Joe. And he's sending a signal. And usually it's simple gematria that decodes it, by the way. But, but before I tell you what I think, put your thoughts into uh, the comments, please. I'm really curious to see what you think. Because I wrestled with this. Uh, it was Sunday and then all day yesterday. I'm looking at the lyrics and I'm going, 
why I feel compelled to do this show. I feel compelled. I have a whole, I have a whole bunch of other shows. I've got a whole list of other shows that I want to record, but I felt compelled to do this show. And I didn't know why I still don't know exactly why. Uh, but perhaps it's because they were telling us something. So what is the message or code being sent? Uh, please hit the like, hit the subscribe. Um, I'm going to tell you my thoughts. If you look at the lyrics, the first song, you cannot always get what you want, but you get what you need. Well, he could have been forecasting his uh, presidency. Um, you didn't get what you wanted. There was no justice brought. But you got what you needed. You know, the policies were good. Maybe that was it. Okay. But remember, the clue was her, uh, her wine glass is filled with blood in that song. She was practiced at the art of deception and you can tell by her blood-stained hands the second song the YMCA the song keeps repeating the word young man it's not like Hey, grown-up man, uh, who's free to make your own choice. No, it's young man, young man, young man. And it's obviously a song about sexual immorality. And by the way, I, there's a ton of scripture I was going to pull up, but there's just way too many, and you guys get it. It's not good. So what was Trump trying to say well what occurred to me right before hitting record and honestly i was thinking about this for two days i couldn't figure it out but i had to do this show and no one else has i don't think anyone else has even talked about these songs look at the timing of them the first song he was playing that when he was running in 2020. Who was his opponent? Was he telling you things that you were going to learn about his opponent? Now, um, coming up to... Oh, sorry, that was 2016. My mistake. That was 2016. Who was he running against? It was a her. What have we learned about her? The blood-stained hands. She had her footloose man right down by her ankles. A glass of wine in her hand. Practice start the art of deception. Then in 2020, he's running against Joey B. And he starts playing YM. CA. What are we finding out? 
There's more than just sniffing hair. In fact, the pictures are coming out. People are starting. It's starting to get even onto the mainstream right now that uh, there's some young men and girls involved on a computer that uh, is being hidden. But all these things aren't going to be hidden for long. For all these things are going to come out. Oh, I got to get the exact scripture. Just give me a second. I can't believe I didn't pull this up. I apologize. Give me one second. I know it's in Luke. 11. Um, Oh, I don't have the exact scripture here. Oh, man. Well, I'm going to paraphrase it, but all things are going to be revealed dark to light, but God's light is going to shine on it. And... All this stuff is going to happen, folks. Tell me what you think. Was he describing his opponents and telling you what's going to come out in the future? And by the way, I know um, a lot of people were saying lock her up and things like that, and it still hasn't happened. But if she was locked up, would there still be stuff coming out? Look, I'd rather see her locked up. A lot of people think she's dead. Well, maybe. I think it's likely, actually, that uh, if there is a plan, if there are things going on, then it's probably likely that she has deceased. Um, I don't do this very often, but if you do want to support the show, I have a patron. Uh, you can go to... Uh, Patron, that's P-A-T-R-O-N dot podbean dot com slash right on radio. You can get it from the Podbean app. You can just be a supporter. That's monthly support. I really, really do appreciate it. Um, it's gone down. I think a lot of credit cards expire and stuff like that, and people don't quite catch it. Uh, so it's actually gone down quite a bit. Um, so I could use your support if uh, God puts it on your heart to... Uh, to support me another and there's also a paypal link in the description box of this episode so thank you very much uh everyone for being here i hope you enjoyed the show and uh got a couple couple good ones coming up here folks and uh you know something i don't say very often people that are kind of on my inner circle know this Sometimes I'll just make, kind of like like Trump, I'll make an off-the-wall comment. And I've done this for a long time. And it's usually not accidental. I'm usually saying something. So if you hear something a little bit strange, you might want to consider why I'm saying it. 
And by the way, yes, it is somewhat coded, and there's usually a reason. Sometimes it's a shot across the bow. Sometimes it's meant for a small audience. Uh, but there's some inside information for you. Thanks, everyone, for being here. Remember, love your God, love your neighbor as yourself, and make a difference in your community.